0: Welcome to the Propane Business Podcast. I'm Johnny. And I'm Yusuf. We set up and built propanefitness.com into the profitable, semi automated system that it is today, which allowed us to quit our corporate jobs and coach online full time. More importantly, we were able to do this without a huge online audience or being glued to social media every day. We're now ready to share
1: everything from the failures we've made to the systems that now consistently generate hundreds of thousands in revenue. We help personal trainers, coaches, and gym owners do the same by avoiding the mistakes we've made and the best practices
0: going forward. Subscribe to this podcast to learn what we're doing and what we've done to build and scale propanefitness.com. We'll be teaching you how to generate a steady flow of online clients, win at Facebook
1: ads, automate your coaching systems, and to achieve financial independence. Would you rather be on the front of Time magazine once or on the front of every five pound note forever time magazine really yeah so surely the number of impressions that you would get Mm -hmm. would be hugely different but i'm aware that you'll have a very
0: specific reason for this okay so tell me the name of someone that isn't the queen in fact, give me the name of two people who aren't the Queen who've been on the £5, the £5 note. Shakespeare. Okay. And don't know who the guy is. Exactly. So? No, so that, I think that's the problem with the £5 note.
1: What? But if he posted on Facebook on his profile and said, by the way, I'm the dude on the 5 I'm the guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> then you want to see the Facebook profile. That's the trouble. Mm. So I think Time magazine fewer total impressions but more relevant impressions and gives me the opportunity, assuming I can do whatever I want, I'd probably just hold a URL up on a, on a white banner because that creates so much curiosity. And I'm like, what's that? Like, that's so weird.
1: This is assuming you can't hold a URL up
0: on a five-pound note. It is, but it's more the, yeah. So I suppose that example, maybe more people would pay attention to it. I think what I'm thinking is like, People are, people are holding money for a reason, right? Like they're they're looking to get, get rid of the money, if anything, a lot of the time. A Five pound note. A lot of the
1: time, but it, it reminds me of um, so in the area that I that I live for a while. Someone was going round and putting like stickers on uh, street lamps that was like tired of modern politics. Lemonparty
0: <laughs> Really clever, like. Just, what I love about that is presumably they don't own lemon party.
1: Yeah, presumably not. They just it just a system fucker.
0: Just <laughs> just planting the seed of curiosity in people and being like enjoy. So but it comes back to the relevancy of the impressions, doesn't it? It does. You want everybody who sees So my, all I'm thinking is, right? Whatever URL you put on it, if you put on the, you put on the £5 note, you, you're locked in at the hosting fee for that website, basically, until that gets put out of circulation. But we're saying it won't. So you're going to have a drip of people come in over and over again. And it could be anybody because loads of people use £5 notes. Like loads of people. I can think of at least three people who use the £5 note. Whereas Time Magazine is like a segment of people. I'm just going to harvest, harvest all those people onto an email list, and then I'm like out the public eye and I can do what I want. And I can just yeah. build that email list, and I've got that now. It's fine.
1: That's that's your traffic
0: now. You're yeah. dealing with the like being recognised in like Asda for being the guy in the five pound note, and-, and and also like if you were to put a trade on cash,
1: it's probably going to become less and less relevant, isn't it? With yeah. the current situation that we cannot say that it's all just contactless payments now.
0: So oh right, can we not say it? Oh, because of the people. The people, so, so there we go. <laughs> so, would you go for Time Magazine?
1: It's, I think currently there's enough cash in circulation to make it worthwhile for impressions, but it's just like because people will be sat at
0: home looking at a five pound note, being like, "I
1: wonder, I've never been on that."
0: A, so, I think that's it. Like, do they do that? I'm not sure they do. Like, I've, I the new ten pound note, for example, you know, the plasticky one. Mm. Who's on that? yeah like i i've never
1: sat and like really looked at a note
0: Mm. "Mm," but you have an opportunity I suppose supposed to be really different you do it it's so interesting actually because
1: it's something you see every day that
0: if someone's like
1: close your eyes and draw like recreate a five-pound note on a paper it's a terrible job i don't
0: even know is there a circle in the middle or is it like i generally don't like if i if i open my wallet and i've got cash in it it's always from some really unique thing well, like I had to go and get cash out for a reason. And I've got like a five pound notice change. I hate using cash.
1: There's no analytics.
0: <laughs> yeah, there is an analytics. And so, what's even worse than that is getting cash out of a, like rather than being given cash is withdrawing cash. Because then you've got on your analytics, just withdrawal 50 pounds and you're like.
1: Oh, great. That's how do you do put it in. terrible. Well, so the, the relevance of that question is actually because we wanted to talk about sales calls for (laughs) low priced fitness products and this is because our last episode talked about uh, was, was Johnny going over some of the principles behind running Facebook ads and not getting them banned and one of the the principles of that is knowing your numbers knowing how much it costs you to have an impression and how much it costs you to have a click on those impressions and therefore how much it costs you to acquire a sale now, cost is calculated in money, but also in time. Mm. So if you're doing sales calls for a $24.99 a month product, which is what we did, you very quickly run into the numbers
0: crashing and burning. We launched our group program. Um, and the first way we decided to try and launch it, I don't really know why, was by doing this like strategy of free coaching call, where we pitched. and No, 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 we went straight forward, didn't we? We went straight to sign up, book a call, and, and mm-hmm. join um, Team Propane, which was twenty four ninety nine a month. Mm-hmm. And we did a lot of phone calls.
1: A hell of a lot. <clears throat> it actually worked really well on the first run because we'd had a buildup of, of, of an audience that were very warm and were just waiting for us to launch something. So actually, they would have bought whatever we'd launched because they were bought into us as a brand. mm mm-hmm. And we see this with propane business clients as well, that um, if, you've not, if you've been building an audience and you haven't got an offer, whatever you launch is going to sell. But that's not necessarily a ongoing model for success. It's about how do you replicate that with new
0: audiences coming in? Yeah. And that's where it started to falter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Assuming, well, I mean, I, I don't know whether I ever spoke to anyone who hadn't heard of us in that first round. Because what we then tried after working with that coach that shall remain nameless was doing basically the same thing but with a bit more like bait and switch and for a much more expensive thing but closer to a thousand pounds rather than mm. 25 pounds because we were still the thing that's crazy is right like we were getting price objections for 25 pounds on calls yeah <laughs> And that I think shows you like what a price objection really is, because I think you can say fairly safely that everybody who's like answering the phone, who is was usually at home, usually almost always had a job, um, has twenty five pounds,
1: and is probably paying more than twice that on supplements every month. The, mm-hmm. the the issue that I have with this is that the time cost and the money cost of doing. A strategy like that as an ongoing thing like fine if you're doing it as a little promo but if you're taking calls from cold audiences which are going to convert lower anyway than warm audiences mm-hmm. plus it's for a 25 pound product like the margins are sh- close on that like because you have to service those people and that's going to cost you a number of hours every month so already your hourly rate has dropped then you've got the number of people that don't buy and the ad spend on getting those calls in the first place results in a complete waste of time and then what we ended up doing was like was being like man this is exhausting we'll we'll ask the the lady who we work with to do the calls for us and pay her
0: on an hourly rate yeah and we were i mean for people listening thinking well i would never charge 25 pounds this is even when we were charging like what we charge now. So we were charging like 150 to 200 for, for our group model. We still tried the same thing. Um, and it, yeah, uh, as you said, like the problem with that model, the problem with doing these calls is, firstly, the, the person on the other end of the phone often isn't really that clear on why they need to speak to you on the phone to buy your online fitness program. Right, because that straight away, when you really think about it, right. Assuming I'm just a busy guy, I, I work long hours. I really want to get abs for for mobs, right, or wherever I'm going. That's I can I'm allowed to travel to, right. So I I click on this thing. I watch this video. It looks a bit interesting. I click apply. I've got to schedule a time. I schedule a time, and I get loads of automated texts and emails. And it's a bit annoying while I'm while I'm at work, and I get a number from a, a call from a number I don't really recognise. And I speak to this person and take me through this script. Let's talk about loads of stuff about like how I feel when I look at myself in the mirror and like makes me feel uncomfortable. Then tries to sell me something on the phone, right? That's a weird experience for someone who doesn't really get why any of that's happening. So the call conversion rate for most online fitness people trying this in the fitness industry is pretty low, generally speaking.
1: Yeah. So because it's not a thousand pound problem that you're solving, mm-hmm. um, and so to try and approach it like that. People are like, well, I either want it or I don't, and I think it's much better to work with people who you don't have to bring over the line. For higher price products that we do, or or for business coaching, we speak to people on the phone primarily to see if we're actually a good fit for them, yeah. to see if if actually this is something we can help them with. Um, but it's not a, it's not a sales call per se. It's not a there's no there's no
0: pushiness about it. Um, well, that's because like the like if you think of the variation we get in fitness clients versus the variation in business clients and like the starting point the past experience the goals the brand that like a business coaching offer is could could really like you've got to really filter who comes into that because it could be so many situations whereas someone who is a busy professional who wants to lose weight like yes there's 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 details and changes but by for the most part it's pretty similar you can probably help most of those people even if they're injured even if they have specific requirements you can work around that it's not the same so for us it's like a as, as you said it's like a, it's like almost a filtration process rather than a making someone cry and sell them something
1: <laughs> business, <laughs> business. With, 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 sorry with it with a busy professional who wants to sign up for a fitness program like they're they're busy they're just like well i just want to lose a bit of weight just give me the plan and i'll get on with it yeah. Now I've got to add in extra hurdles and you're increasing the time cost for them to, to actually like, or the, the hurdle for them to even sign up with you mm-hmm. is that it's even an unnecessary amount of steps for something that's a low price. So really the way we've come around to this and thankfully the way that we sell fitness products now is very much more content driven. It's people are sold by the content itself and then they 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 opt in to us. They they choose to to buy the programs. And um, because the programs we've built out are quite quite big on the back end, we can it, it's delivered in a in a scaled way from us. So we we don't have as much time commitment required to deliver the the fitness stuff. Um, but this is kind of how it's matured, but then nurtured by the content sequence that that Johnny has has curated over the over the years, which is that they they maybe opt into the calculator or to the lead magnet and they get shown our best content in order to sell them onto us as coaches. And then they're like, right, well, I, I want specific help. Now I want a specific plan by
0: the program. Much and This simpler. is what the, basically the 14 day challenge. I'm not going to say exactly what it, what it is, but that's basically like what you just described there. People generally like you hear that and you go, yeah, like I get, that makes sense. Right? That's how people make decisions people can think of someone like a friend or a colleague who would make a decision in the same way, right? So the 14-day challenge is basically curating some of your best stuff and presenting yourself like that to someone who doesn't know who you are so that they make a decision in a way that makes sense for them rather than being forced to or, or anything like that on the phone. So I guess there's, there's two problems here. One is like the sales call model. Like, why don't we teach that? I had a conversation with someone last week who was like, I think you're the only you guys are the only fitness business coaches who don't say you need to use sales calls. And I ended up having this conversation with them. And then the second one is pricing. Um, but the sales course thing, like for most busy PTs or people who are trying to build an online fitness business, even if that model was to really work and you were to get like 20 calls a week, that's 20 hours a week on just calls. Right? Most people aren't in a position where they can do that without actually maybe not even earning anything. And then you've got the, the call conversion rate. You've got the, the fact that you're speaking to someone who's a bit unsure about why they're speaking to you in the first place. People are cold. It can be a really unpleasant experience. Like people don't know who you are.
1: Um, For fitness products as well, it's more emotionally driven as a purchase. And as a result, you end up with more regret buyers and it's it's just not a, um, like the only way that it's worth your time is um, if it's extremely highly priced. And, You can sell like that but it's something we've done in the past and we don't we it didn't sit well with
0: us and we didn't we don't recommend it it's back to what you were saying about like what is the value of the problem like what is the price of the problem because if if you sell someone a um five thousand pound which i know sounds ridiculous for five thousand dollars is a number i hear a lot fitness coaching program online then what that person who agrees to that transaction is expecting a very bespoke like, very involved lots of your time either so that or services. someone who's in a lot
1: of pain mm-hmm. yeah which you don't want to work with either of those kind of people
0: yeah well it's the, the, the the place for the person who's in a lot of pain is not an online coach most of the time right or not an online fitness coach certainly um, unless they're i guess offering something that is that is a solution for that but i guess if they're in a lot of emotional pain it's probably better to deal with that first right
1: yeah and uh, i mean i've i've got to caveat this with like the type of fitness coaching that we do as a business is um medium and low ticket but high ticket fitness can work um if you want to work with a small number of bespoke clients and they're very they're high income people and you want to be really in depth with them but um i think that's you, you have to you have to be the kind of person who is attractive to that Audience, like we spoke to Emil Goliath um, a couple of weeks ago, who works with entrepreneurs and is very, very high ticket with this stuff. But all of his um, clients come from personal referrals and networking events, and he works very in depth with these people. So he's not just picked a number out of a hat. He's he's working with people for a specific reason at that price.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's as you say, like it's quite hard to. Turn a Facebook ad on and get five clients who fit that.
1: Well, you just build
0: organic like doesn't yeah. do ads. So but that's basically, I suppose, he's in that position because he's kind of got himself to that position through lots of different things that have compounded over the years, and now he can he can justify those prices, and that makes total sense. Um, I think like the high the higher ticket fitness like offering fitness coaching for higher ticket stuff for me just felt always just felt. I think the most we ever tried was like the nine nine seven point. Um, and it always just felt, I guess, like not, not right. I, I don't like, I always felt like if I was the other person, I probably wouldn't want to buy it. Um, because like, it's, you know, I'm aware of the alternatives. I can go work with a personal trainer. I can go get an app. I can go, you know, there's loads of options. Um, and we ended up kind
1: of killing ourselves over it as well, because we, we damn well made sure that they got 997 worth of value yeah. for it. Um mm-hmm but that often resulted in us kind of getting less sleep
0: and um the thing that really I remember the moment I was really convinced against high ticket stuff and it was looking at so in Stripe the Stripe dashboard you can see um lifetime value of your like subscriptions for your customers and the highest lifetime value customers are not high ticket yeah and that was just like Right. Uh,
1: yeah. That's, that's long <laughs> you know, so, the
0: long term. Like you know, we we tried selling people that price, and we we did make sales. Like we we've, we've always been very open with that. We we got it to work, but the economics of it still just didn't make sense. That's with two of us doing calls with lots of experience in the online fitness industry.
1: The the best metric possible,
0: which doesn't exist, would
1: be if your Stripe account gave you a hourly rate. If it gave you a pounds per hour
0: per client. Yeah. that would be brilliant that would be brilliant well that, like on on the like the application calls we do for propane business which by the way if you'd like one of those all you got to do is email us with a subject line propane business podcast and it's, you jump
1: it, it's not a hard sell it's a no. discussion to see if we can help you or not
0: well it's like it's almost like a mini kind of like assessment so like one of the questions I ask if someone's got clients online is how many hours a week does it take and we try and work out like a rough hourly rate right? because that's a really good health marker for your coaching. Like you've got 20 online clients and it's taking you 30 hours a week, alarm bells, right? Like that is inherently not scalable. And scale is only important because you have a goal a target, which is your, usually your financial target. And it's like, well, what does the business have to look like to hit that? Right? If I'm going to get 30 clients, then I can reverse engineer what I need to charge. It's like, well, I've got this many hours a week. It's like, okay, we need to make that work. And that's why group coaching comes in. That's why we use the 14-Day Challenge. It's why all these things are solutions to problems that we faced. But if on top of all of that, you're doing 30 calls a week to try and sell your your coaching, like suddenly the whole thing becomes, I just hate this. Like I I remember you said doing sales calls at three in the morning, maybe not three in the morning. There was a couple of US ones you did. Yeah, It was was three in the morning. Two in the morning, yeah. I remember that, yeah bad (laughs) (laughs) it's great when it works because it like it gives you a bit of a a bit of a rush and think wow i've sold my fitness coaching for this but you know i would always rather that someone buys something like signs up for one of our fitness services for an amount that they think you know they're probably undercharging but they stay for two years you know because they get better
1: value for money so they get a better service for what they're paying for they're less time per client in terms of their expectations and as you said they stay for longer which which also the the longer someone stays with you assuming they're engaging with the program the better results they're going to get from a fitness perspective too so Mm -hmm. you've achieved the goal you've got somebody from a to b
0: with their fitness goals so it's i I like to think of it as the if someone's going to spend let's say someone's going to spend a grand right working with you and your fitness stuff it makes more sense from a like running a like ethical business in my mind that that money is received um over the like over the course of because it's a subscription right you could you could say well i'm going to bill in advance so i'm going to bill someone for a year of coaching with me in advance but for a fitness client that's incredibly hard to get something like to get someone to commit to a year is very hard to do so okay we're not going to do that but we still want to charge roughly that i'm going to charge them monthly and if they stay for a year and they stick to the program they're probably going to be a totally different person by the end of it and when they look back at the so we have a testimonial of someone who said something like um when i look back at the results i would have remortgaged my house for it and like that just shows you the like how somebody feels when they're in the position without this they're shown their own before and after and they're like man like retrospectively, I would have paid for this in a heartbeat. But it's quite hard to sell someone on that on day one. What a testimonial. Yeah, it's a good one. Can you remember the other one I'm talking about? You're going to say no, aren't you? Just no. you going to look like I'm lying.
1: Well, no. Like, I mean, we, we, we work with different pools of clients. So mm. goodness me. Goodness you. So there we go. Why you should not do sales calls unless you are in a very specific situation.
0: Would you think you would, if you wanted a fitness coach? Well, so here's a good question. You, you signed up for your sex swing coach, right, recently? So oh,
1: yeah. I, I, I didn't want to say it was cool. Like, Why not? Because I, would, I was already sold on, like, I had a specific need, and I was like, I want help with this. And you know, so I, I did a podcast about this actually called Shut Up and Take My Money, um, which is that being a demand-driven buyer, makes you a better client as well like i I like to think i'm a great client to him because i'll i'll report in i'll send him a concise summary of my progress and what i've done so far he sends me some advice and i go away and do it and I, i don't i don't want access to his time and you know emotional support i just want to to get the result that he's good to do so yeah if anything, if he was like, oh, well, no, you can't sign up with me because you need to go through all these hoops, I'd just be like, oh, mate, I'll just find someone else. Find someone else,
0: yeah. I think that's so, and you are, like, I think if a lot of people think about it, like, you would be, if you weren't also in this industry yourself, you would be a great client, like, consistent, would would happily pay for the for the service, would, would show up and check in on time, like, from, an, from an offline perspective, right? Like, if someone had you as an offline client, would be like, great client. So, so that's what
1: you need. It's like how do you find good clients? Well, you need to resonate with them, have that ongoing conversation through the content, not only because it's more effective, but also because it's scalable. You know, you you can write an article or record a video once, and there it is, it's that's building relationships for you. It's like you've duplicated mm-hmm. yourself and created multiple versions that are going out and having conversations with people.
0: I think the problem with this stuff is that People are taught the sales call model from business coaches because business coaches use it, and they're taught like a webinar or something like that because business coaches use it. But they but, only use it because it's a it's a
1: five thousand or it's a ten thousand pound problem. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's a business to business thing. It's a business expense.
0: So, like, if you look at like look at the the, the funnel for propane business, right? It's a I mean, it's very simple. You opt in, you watch a. 90-minute presentation and then you speak to us to see if it'll work the set the like the presentation is not pushy the sales the sales call is not pushy. it's not even a sales call it's an informal conversation right and if someone
1: like every week we 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 say to people like it's not it's not right for
0: you at this time this morning i told someone it's not right it's not right for them so like it is not a aggressive pushy pushy buy this right now attitude some people do use it for that right which I get it. Like if someone's trying to sell something, that's like four or five times the price of what we offer. Um, but then you teach that to someone who's selling fitness coaching You're saying It's worked for me in my business coaching business, so it must work for these people. But like, if I just want to, lose, I'm yourself, I'm a doctor. I'm busy. I want to get better with my sex, sex swing. Um, <laughs> like, and someone's like, ah, you got to watch this ninety-minute presentation.
1: You're
0: like, oh, yeah, I've got time. It, it's
1: um, the the reason I think another another reason why business coaches recommend the kind of that model is that it gets a lot of cash in through the door quickly for people Mm -hmm. or it can. Um, But at the cost of it, that's upfront rather than guaranteeing a recurring revenue. And it's often very like regret purchase, refund request, heavy cash, Mm -hmm. which is a ball lake. No one wants that.
0: So like I get like optimizing for like day one, Revenue day one cash is is a good from a business perspective, but as you said, only if only if that person's gonna be a happy customer. It's like it's far better to have happy customers than lots of cash that you might lose, because you know ultimately one happy customer will often equal two or three or four. Like we've had scenarios where people have like referred all of their friends, which oh, you know, is <laughs> crazy when that happens. Like, I be little, because if the people are listening, they'll know we're talking about them. But like there's been a few people over the course of running propane where one client is enrolled and we've thought nothing of it and then suddenly 10 of their friends have enrolled uh,
1: you're running a chicken and then- restaurant you, you make a really nice chicken shawarma wrap and then someone buys one and they go oh mate have you tried this and then they come back 20 minutes later with 10 of their mates and they all have
0: one and they go oh this is phenomenal and they all suddenly so part of that right is like imagine sitting in in your office and it's like monday morning and everyone's like how was you again oh not bad not bad oh, i've got, got this new online coach oh I have pretty, yeah so how much did it cost that was five grand <laughs> 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 no one's gonna be like wow really that's quite reasonable like right? that's that's quite a lot more than my mortgage and like most of my expenses on an annual basis but like can i sign up you know versus like <laughs> 100 quid a month and be like, okay. And they like, well, you know, I was working with an offline personal trainer, and that was thirty pounds an hour, and that was more than it. So I was like, oh, yeah, fine, fine. And then before you know it, you're getting referrals, and you're getting people speaking positively about you, rather than you being this identity like, secret that no one wants to admit. That they dropped all this money on.
1: Well, yeah, and as you said, it's a if you have a fitness problem, there's fitness information everywhere, and you know what you need to go and do. We've had business problems where we've hit plateaus in our business, and we've spent fifteen grand on on someone's program and we got the money back very quickly because it, it solved that specific problem. And it was, it was an investment in the business.
0: And the, that stuff as well was like incredibly, it's not like those things that we, when we spend that like kind of money, it's like, we're solving that thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we like get everything out we put it on the table and we go, it's that, <laughs> right. Who can we get to help us with that? Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's that kind of – but at the at the time, it's like, well, that, that's what's going to take propane from this to this, you know, so the return's huge. And it's a it, it, while well, it's not a very painful problem necessarily, it, you can – there's an ROI, return on investment style conversation you can have with that person. If you can say, oh, well, if you got Lena, you might get a promotion and you might, you might get a new relationship, that's technically a return, but it's quite hard to say it's because of the thing you bought from me rather than it might – well, it would have happened anyway. So, there's lots of reasons why we don't. Because I've been asked a question like, why don't you use a 14 day challenge to sell propane business? Like, it's just not right for the market. Like, why do you you not teach what you sell? Why do you not teach clients what you use to sell propane business? Because they're different things. Like, what works in the fitness industry to to speak to fitness, general population, consumers does not work in the business coaching world and vice versa. So, you've got to like match to the market and match to the person you're speaking to absolutely cool and that's why I shouldn't do sales calls for (laughs)
1: 24.99 wonderful
0: k bye dan k K bye want to learn more about the systems we use to run build and scale propanefitness.com Head over to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast and you can get your hands on our free training that covers the seven steps that we take with every client that we help build their own online business and also the seven steps that we use to successfully build Propane Fitness. We walk through the sales systems, the delivery systems, follow-up, remarketing, how to basically build your program so that it delivers coaching to your clients without you being there 24 7. We really do cover the full thing, right, and if you want to continue even further and potentially work with us there's a chance to book in a call to have an informal chat with you suffer I to just basically see if any of our programs would be a fit to help you get from where you are to where you want to get to so go to propinfitness.com forward slash business podcast today and get access to that If you'd like to learn just more about Yusuf and I, more about us, what we do, follow us on the various channels, the best place to go is our YouTube channel. We have a load of stuff from fitness content, productivity content, why Yusuf slept on the floor for several months, why he's been having cold showers. There's always stuff on there that's entertaining and hopefully informative. So just go to YouTube, search for Propane Fitness, and you can find out a bit more about us there as well. Speak to you on the next episode.